This interview is with Guy White of Catalix. He is the founder of this company. You are really going to enjoy listening to how an internal researcher at Procter & Gamble felt a tremendous amount of pain with a specific use case and then evolved that into his own startup early day tri trials and tribulations, how he overcame them to ultimately bring to market a very successful and growing, thriving business. They sit right in the middle of the innovation process. Check them out. You can find the information on the show notes. Hope you enjoy this episode. Guy, Catalix, tell me a little bit about your business. So Catalix is an insight and innovation agency. Um, our aim is to, um, our kind of relentless pursuit of getting insight into businesses uh, in such a way that it's going to build brands uh, and make people buy more product. Um, I, I'm, so I'm actually, I'm not a researcher, I'm a, I'm a marketer. Uh, I'm an ex-Proctor marketer. And I set Catalix up because I was actually frustrated that you couldn't access consumers as I felt I needed to from the partners that we were working with in such a way that, that I would have recommendations to build the business and we thought we could do it better. So that's kind of That's super interesting. It. I think it's fascinating that you started the business, because you started the business? Yeah. Uh, you started the business out of the context of your own pain. Yeah, exactly. Right? Which is a completely unique, I say completely unique, it's not really completely unique, but in our industry, usually what I see happen is you have technology that mm -hmm. is looking, or a solution that's looking for a problem. Right. Uh, which is kind of to the other point, which is... I think Gail made it this morning. If you heard that interview, I don't, or uh, sorry, uh, uh, talk about how you need to be in love with the pain, right. not the solution. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah I saw that. No, I, I agree. Yeah. So talk to me a little bit about uh, when did you start the business? Uh, so first client was 2013. Okay. Wow. Congratulations. Thank you. So yeah. Um, tell me about that first project. Uh, oh, but the first project was was crazy. So the first project I was. Um, actually moderating uh, an innovation conference in France in English in front of a French only conference. <laughs> I tell you what, at the That's start, a heavy lift, isn't at it? the start, you take what you can get. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, that is a multi-layered. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so baptism so like of fire and five hundred thousand French business owners. Okay. Uh, <laughs> wanting to learn a little bit about innovation. No clue about what I was talking about. Perfect. Yeah. Uh, but first proper project, I would say, was um, uh, we, we used to do a ton of uh, insight from social listening back in kind of 2013 when it was people didn't really know what social listening was and how to use it. And we said, well, the trouble is with the platforms, you can't get insight from a platform. You can get data, but not insight. So we developed a methodology to be able to convert uh, what people were saying online into kind of golden nuggets that people could use. And we did that for a few years as we were building up kind of our crowdsourcing uh, capabilities as well. Um, um, yeah, so that was kind of the, the first stuff we did. Uh, and that led on to about five or six other projects with the same client um, all around. Yeah, how, how do people how do people shop for hair care online, for instance? How do people um, uh, what do men feel about shaving really really not just the process but why do yeah. they shave and that, that kind of stuff so talk to me a little bit about what engagement looks like what are the deliverables and what kind of like, time frame is around that so it really depends what you're trying to do so we so work what is like a sweet spot for you guys mm. so um, we work um, we work at that stage from white sheet of paper through to I've got a concept or a prototype or a stimulus that I'm, I'm going to 
take through to a big contest. Um, so our whole aim is to embed ourselves into um, uh, into that creative development process or product development process. So we do a lot of insight discovery work. So that might be building a crowd of your target audience uh, in whatever country you're looking to do, and then and then working with them over a, a week or so to really find what what makes them tick. So that end to end would be about three weeks set up live close, and then we do a lot of stuff around. You know, I've got ten ideas. How do I make them better, and which ones are which ones um, should I be pursuing, and how should I bring that to life in a consumer context? I guess they're, they're kind of the two big. Got it. And your ideal customer looks like what? Ideal customer, consumer-facing business, um, product, probably product or manufacturer uh, normally. So FMCG, we yeah. work with pharma, medical device, financial, yeah. um, that um, either has a, a problem that they want to solve um, that they believe or that they think we can help by embedding that consumer into that, that problem. Um, or... Um, is in a mode of discovery, let's say, um, yeah. and and wants to just have a, a consumer closer in. So, they, I think, I think we love working with people that kind of understand the consumer and understand the power of the consumer, um, because then you work as a partner, um, as opposed to trying to educate on why this is really important and why you can do uh, build better products if you embed your consumer. So that that's kind of how who we like to work with. I'd say. So you're a relatively new father, and yeah. congratulations on that. With Thank an you very much. Month old. How's sleeping going? Uh, hit or miss, I would say. She's just started sleeping through the night. So, um, yeah, running a business while um, with a new daughter is uh, is quite intense. Yeah. Um, Hopefully you have a good team. I'm sure you do. We have a, a fantastic team. Absolutely, yeah. And I couldn't do it without them. Absolutely. MRMW, is this your first year? So I've done MRMW Berlin. Okay. Or it's now in Amsterdam, Amsterdam I think. I think but yep. last year it was in Berlin. Um, my first one here. Got it. What do you think? I really like MRMW. I have to say, so last year we did a kind of we went to every conference that we could get our hands on and yeah. we thought of, you know, wanted to see what worked and yeah. what didn't. And we've come back to MRMW, if Got you see it. what I mean. I mean so yeah, that, yeah, point taken. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I really sure. like it. I like its size. I like that at the end of two days, kind of everyone's met everyone. Yep. Um, and that it's really friendly. You know? They actually, they uniquely create these opportunities for connection. I think a lot of other, in a very organic way, as opposed yeah. to a lot of other trade shows they tr or events, they try to accommodate that, but it feels very forced right? Um, and doesn't seem to come across as genuine. But yeah. Somehow, maybe you're right, maybe it's the magic of the 200 and some odd uh, attendees yeah. here, you know, so the size of it could work. I don't know what it is, but it's a super friendly group. And I completely agree. I think there's a really nice mix of, of agency side, client side. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, I think everyone's just super interesting what everyone else is doing. And, yeah. And, and if somebody wants to get in contact with you, how would they do that? So email guy at thecatholics.com. Um, or you can drop us a note on our website, um, so www.thecatholics.com, um, and me or someone else will definitely jump on that and respond. And as always, we'll include that on the show notes. Thanks so much, Guy, for joining me today. It's been an honor having you on the podcast. Not a problem. Thank you so much for having me. 